0: another edition of the Mexican Soccer Show. Hello, hello, hello. This is an hour-long podcast dedicated to all things Mexican football. I am Luis Vasquez with me from the East Coast, super late, 9 p.m. or 10 p.m. or something like that. Lizzie, hola, hola. Welcome, welcome.
1: Hello, hello. It is nine, so not too bad on the
0: East Coast today. Not the East Coast. And Mr. Cesar Hernandez, who is now... We're all in different time zones now. Time zone changing, so you are oh, that's right 60. yes i well i don't change but everybody changed now and now i'm on mountain time here in phoenix so all right right, ¿cómo estás? you got a haircut fresh ready to i did because go you're gonna be gone yeah. from san diego you're gonna be in qatar so you got a nice little fate looks good bro.
2: yeah no i got it a little bit shorter uh than usual um just because i don't want to look like a ridiculous um journalist uh when i'm out there and people won't like take me seriously if I have like long shaggy hair and then like maybe even potentially right. my beard as well and just look a little sketchy. So, but yeah, got a haircut. Um, and, uh, Mexico has also going to be, is also gonna be making some cuts as well. Um, obviously uh, not the hair variety, yeah. but obviously we'll be seeing, uh, what players make the cut, uh, next Monday for the final roster. But yeah, I'm getting excited for the world cup. I should probably start packing soon. Um, yeah, we'll see how things go. <laughs> I like the segment getting cut. Well, today,
0: uh, first, we'll talk about Mexico and a 4-0 win versus Iraq. Woo-hoo. And then uh, we'll talk about the drama that's going on with the cuts, Santiago Jimenez. Oh, man. So all of you are listening. Prat down your questions. We'll discuss them. And yeah, let's jump right in. I think Amy would join us. She's running a little late, so she will come in. So she's back. We'll have a full house. Kari, she's uh, she flew. She's in London. She went overseas, and now she's over there. She'll be there for about a week right before the World Cup starts. So, uh, yeah, this is this is who we have on. So let's jump right in. Mexico 4-0. A sigh of relief just because it's I haven't seen Mexico score that many goals. Everything went okay. I mean, there's some things that we can work on, but the momentum, Mexico winning before the World Cup. That's a sigh of relief. We don't get these. I understand Iraq is is Iraq, and they just barely put a team together. They don't even have a coach, and these guys were worried about their, their like, SIM cards over there in, 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 in Spain, and, like, they're, okay, we have a game today. I get it. I get it. But it's good to see Mexico winning. How is your take, Lizzie? Let's go to you. Overall, your thoughts.
1: I thought it was great, and I said prior to the game because a lot of people we like were discussing why Mexico was playing right now, why they have a friendly so late, um, right before the World Cup, while half of their players are still in Europe playing in their leagues. Um, and I purely said morale and excitement. This is Mexico's best way of getting into the World Cup spirit. Um, against an opponent like Iraq to give them a huge win with a great margin and bringing up that excitement. So while people like to say they watched for the technicality of it, for the roster, for the player, I purely watched for the excitement of it all to really get that motivation going, that hype going, and get morale up between fans, coaching staff, players. I think we've seen the atmosphere be a little toxic right now especially as the roster is coming up people are bound to be upset no matter what happens people are bound to be upset and this is i think the best way to combat that atmosphere right now is getting a huge margin a four-zero win and yeah so excitement is high world cup spirits are now in play and we're ready to do it
2: i think that morale thing is is huge because at this point they're only outside of small tactical changes you can make outside like Araujo at right back um, and outside of certain players trying to get back to full fitness. There's, there isn't much you can do uh, to really improve the team at this point, right there. It's just the world cup's coming up. There's, there's just very, very little thing that you could, you could do when it comes to helping Mexico right now. So what is important is getting a big win. You know, I, I think it was uh, Alexis Vegas said that through the end uh, after, after the game that, you know, that the team was decisive. And that's something that they've lacked recently is finishing those plays very well. So, I think that's going to be huge for the teams around, and especially since, you know, I wrote about this, you have players like Gallardo, you have players like Funes Mori, who, I mean, they're Tata's guys. You know, Tata tends to call them up, and they deserve, more often than not, but not the extreme level that they tend to get, but they do, you know, sometimes deserve the criticism that they get at, at the level of play uh, that they're at in Liga Mequis and also for, for uh, the national team as well. And it was really good to see them find the back of that and have great games so I think that's that's very very important for all three yes you know sometimes when you're watching this game you're like I don't know if this is Iraq or I don't know if this is like Saint Vincent and the Grenadines in like the first round of like World Cup qualifying just like sitting far far back and defending as much as they can against Mexico. but but yeah but like Lizzie said I think this is huge for, for morale we'll, we'll see how it builds up to next uh the next friendly
0: I think this is a very, very important game for Tata and his his squad. If you're looking at what was supposed to happen for this game, right? We were going to see some players that normally – that would be in the bubble. We're looking at Eric Sanchez, maybe Angulo. I was expecting, you know, Piojo Alvarado. And I think this is the last, like – at least chance for these players to show, I you know, that already has his mind set up on who the 26 are going to be just in case, if I'm looking at this, it was interesting to see how he fielded the the team having out out right back. Is this something that he's going to do versus Poland, you know, but looking at the way that Poland is and watching kind of the journalists talk about Poland, it's the team that has kind of a, a really good offense, but a bad defense. So I'm thinking, I'm like, why would you put people, uh, you know, Araujo at right back, if you know you're expecting, especially against Iraq, who you don't necessarily need a player like him that you know to cover something, especially going forward. So I was a little confused there, and it wasn't really working out in the first half. Um, he but looked again, <laughs> he,
2: yeah, he, he looked, looked uncomfortable, yeah. He looked like so, sometimes when he, he went up with the ball, you're like, ooh, man, you are not a fool. You see, like, you got <laughs> like a, ball, a
0: perfect, I think it was Herrera who gave him a perfect ball to the corner, him by himself. A regular winger would have just lobbed it in in centro right away and it like he stopped he's like and he like kind of get it back I'm like okay yeah exactly I mean uh, Araujo should not go forward anybody else around this I was a little bit confused to there but to you know Tata giving this you know like this match to get those players and 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 it's funny how it's it's like Funes Mori it's the players that we were like no we shouldn't have on there Gallardo getting all this hate you know even Herrera to a point like they had good games and it just goes to show that sometimes I think as fans we get so hyped up in this, oh, you know, this player's doing this. Why why not? Tata seeing why these players are there. Sometimes we want we we need to make sure that we trust what he's doing. Yeah. And then look at what happened, right? Uh, the six changes came in. Funes Mori right off the way to make an impact, who we thought Henry would just be a great player. And now we're seeing that, you know, Funes Mori is a little bit better, especially yeah. in this game. So um it was good
2: for I think that I got what he needed from this game yeah.
1: yeah
2: oh go ahead go ahead Lizzie
1: no 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 go ahead go
2: ahead I'll just say and I and I could sense Lizzie's apprehension there because I think I'm probably feeling the same way it she is and maybe you too Lisa were like yes on paper you see for nothing you're like this is amazing this is exactly what they needs and yes is we be good for morale but I still have questions I definitely sure. still have questions and I think I think especially I mean I, th- I think with the alcohol thing I mean some reports were saying that maybe you know Kevin Alvarez wasn't you know, hundred percent fit and uh maybe that's why he didn't get the start. I probably wouldn't read into the out thing too much to be perfectly honest. I, I I can't imagine he'll be doing something like that in the World Cup. But who knows? Maybe he's just trying to uh, you know out out tactics out uh out to smart some some coaches in the World Cup. But uh what I will say is I, I don't know. I, I I wasn't entirely convinced by Ace Aceh. Um he had a pretty there was a one moment that he lost the ball, almost cost me yeah, a, goal. a goal. I, kinda- I felt in the first half, Mexico started to look a little bit predictable with the way that they're building up passes, building up plays. And I think that was kind of not entirely Ache Ache's fault, but I think it was part of him in the midfield that I still wasn't entirely convinced by. So yeah, I was convinced by the Gallardos and, you know, Rogelio Funes Mori and Alexis Vega and, uh, you know, uh, you could say Talavera to an extent too. But I I think I'm still, I'm a little worried about the midfield and I can understand sure. maybe if you're bringing in Ace aceh because he's a better distributor of the ball and he's a better he has better attacking talents than someone like Edson Alvarez. But I wasn't entirely convinced by him or, or Charlie or Luis Chavez. I think Luis Chavez was probably the better of the three in my opinion, but I, was, I don't know. I, I, I do worry about that midfield.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, I think there are certain moments of the game where I was expecting more creativity or offense. Um, right
0: after the goal. Right after the goal. Yeah, yeah
1: but I will say, I think beyond what happened on the pitch, seeing these players shine, Funes Mori, who hello, Amy hey.
2: That wasn't Funes Mori for people who are, are listening to this on the podcast. That was, that was, that was Amy, uh, not, Amy not Funes, Funes Mori. Mori. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, talk about Funes Mori was like, hello. <laughs>
3: Although like Funes Mori, I too have not scored for a while for my team. <laughs> <laughs> so so who knows? Team. Maybe him scoring
1: up like, for
3: your team.
0: Sorry, Lizzie, go.
1: No, no. Um I I was just happy to see figures like Funes Mori show up, Gallardo show up, um Ache-Ache. He'd had some mistakes, but seeing him finally on the field answering concerns about injuries. And morale, I think after each goal, you saw each celebration and you realized how motivated these players are, how much camp has been working out to their favor. And seeing a smile on Tata's face, I think I don't want to underestimate how much negativity is surrounding Mexican fans ahead of this World Cup. I've heard this is the worst team in 80 years, or we're not going to win a game. We're going to leave with zero points. And I'm not saying we're going to win everything at all, but I think we should transition to – supporting critical but supporting role it's not all downhill it's not great to be negative all the time it doesn't work we have things to be critical of um we definitely can question everything I'm not saying be a complete cheerleader but at the same time we're not as doomed as everyone is playing it out to be and I think it's it's so easy to get into that mood Especially when you're reading things, the media is talking about certain ways, you hear um, comentaristas, and it just becomes this snowball effect. And I was glad personally, again, I'm not the biggest fan of him, but I was glad to see Funes Mori score and kind of silence those concerns or Gallardo show up today and silence those concerns. Like, I think we we really just needed it a little bit.
0: There's some players that did uh, again, I think that stood out. Alexis Vega, I think, he had a phenomenal first half. And yeah. remember, that, that already, he didn't take out player, players that were doing well or doing bad. He knew who, who was the six subs, like to make six subs at halftime, even though players are doing really well and, or not, you know, we knew Henry and, and, and Funes Mori were going to split halves in the nines. Yeah. He said that at the press conference today. So it wasn't like Henry was doing bad. Although I thought, not that Henry was doing horrible, but I thought Funes Mori did a better job. All, and Henry did, did okay. Um Vega, Gallardo, and I thought stood in the first did really great in the first half. Um, who didn't, Alvarado and Lizzie, you know, we, we talked about him and we like, is this someone that I thought had done better in the national team with with this team? I think he was just especially with the level of Iraq, like there was just times that he just wasn't ready, and I don't know what's going on because I've seen him play a lot better and we shouldn't judge us yeah. for this one, but this is what happens because I think he's on the bubble, and I think it's sure that he's probably not going to make it. And then also, someone who I'm just I-, I can't believe played this badly. Maybe it was just me, but Charlie
2: Rodriguez did awful. Like he lost so many balls. He he, he just, looked he looked kind of like lost out there every now and then. And you, you, you would think for someone yeah. like him who needs to be, you know, f- he should be fighting for for a starting role uh, in this it's World it's- Cup. He, he he's he has that kind of level. He has that kind of talent. And when you see you know, Achi Achi is coming back. And you see, you know, Guardado is, you know, a little bit older. You know, you, you would expect, you know, Charlie to be a, a part of the next generation to really step in. And I I don't know he was he was he OK at best? Probably. But but wasn't enough to really say, I, you know what? Char- was, Charlie should I'm be getting like, started a World Cup. Yeah. Charlie, what are you doing?
0: Like, where are you passing it? He was off. He got taken. The balls are taken out. Like, I just I was really I didn't like Charlie in this game. He got subbed out. We already see out the midfield. And it was during that time where Mexico was just flat right after the first goal. There was nothing going through. Herrero was trying to do too much and then, you know, he didn't have any help from Charlie. Garado was making great runs. And I don't know what the heck is why I not out alcohol. Amy, uh, saw the match how how did you see it? We talked about momentum to you specifically. Tata comes kind of everybody down with, you know, four goals, which we don't see a lot.
3: I don't know. We should not take this game seriously. Like, I, I can't. I, on the one hand, I'm happy because I agree with Lizzie, right? Let's get people scoring goals, right? I thought I thought once they scored the first goal and you just saw the, the like, performance level drop significantly for the remainder of the half. I was like, okay, we're going back to our one goal routine. You know, we're satisfied with scoring a go- one goal. Um, but then they scored more. And so you're like, okay, you know, 4-0, I think collectively for a team. Is very very good. I think the players that scored those goals, like we just you guys already mentioned, is more is really important, right? Despite not knowing definitively, although rumors are being circulated about who is going to be part of that final roster. But at the same time, like you're facing an Iraq that didn't look that challenging. You're letting, even though you're you are completing really good passes, and you know the very first goal from Vega is like a perfect. Like that's what you should focus on is like oh okay this is something that you know Mexico could do on the world stage, but everything else these little mistakes these I don't know Charlie is an out as a key like anti-NVP as I like to say now right <laughs> as a player that's playing bad and is like sticking out in the, the worst way possible, I think those little details and errors were really bad because you go we're doing this against you know Poland we're doing this against Argentina oh. I, I don't I can't. Okay. No, I'm just – but it's a valid thing to think. Like, okay, great win, solid win, but at the same time, these little mistakes you're making in the midfield, these little moments that aren't cl- connecting or clicking, you're not going to get the same opportunities to score these types of goals against top teams at the world stage. So that's why I'm like, good, but I don't know. You, you don't take this game that seriously. You go to the no, next – I
0: don't think anybody's going like, yay, we're ready to go. It was just good to score. I said on a personal level – Okay, like, it's good to see Mexico do well. I, after the first goal, like I said, they felt flat. It felt like CONCACAF ball again. We couldn't track. I mean, this is a bad Iraq team, and we can't get any shots on goal after the 25th minute. Like, there's still things to work on. Then change, players came in. They looked happy. Like, it was good. The momentum to come in and win, great. Elche, 420, saying, today's game against Iraq did nothing to silence concerns. If they're able to win convincingly against Sweden, that will be a lot more convincing.
2: I think especially sure. when you look at the Sweden roster, too. I mean, I'm looking at it right now. Like, you have players from Aston Villa, you know, Manchester United, Watford, Bundesliga players, you know, Serie A players. But then you know, make the World Cup. It. The excuse would be, oh, you know, it's not a World Cup team. No, I mean, but but, but like but the thing is, we recognize that there is a difference between... Oh,
1: Colombia didn't make the, Ara- the Iraq,
2: Iraq, team. Iraq team, yeah. This, yeah.
1: They also oh. thrashed
2: Mexico, so... I think it's you,
1: exactly. Like, when you say, I thought it was going to be a 1-0 game against... Um, Iraq after the first goal and the lack of creativity that's something I personally was super interested in seeing Mexico deal with we're used to seeing a Mexico side that wins 1-0 with a goal in the 78th minute so defending that um, lead for me was important we've seen how important the mental aspect of a game is and how a team manages that victory we kind of fell against Colombia in the second half I know it was so many technical um, differences and subs coming in and refreshing the Colombian side. But personally, I wanted to see how Mexico dealt with defending a lead and they did well. The mentality was there, the strength was there. Again, there's so many little technical things that, as Amy said, we can't do against a Poland, Argentina or Saudi Arabia, but these games, at least in my opinion, are for these types of situations, the mental aspect, the morale, the momentum, the hype, the excitement, much more than how Charlie Rodriguez can connect with HH because realistically this isn't the starting lineup. So he might have more chemistry with other players. The yeah,
0: midfield maybe. People were talking yeah. about that midfield maybe, which is kind of concerning against Poland.
1: <laughs> yeah, and like Nestor Adolfo is not going to play there. That's not going to be our back line, and that's not going to be our front three. But maybe so. they will. Why did he do it? That's why I'm a little concerned about that. I am a little concerned. I I think it's important in these games to test players' and options. Like, having Nisrael there gives, and had he done well, gives that that, that option. It's testing options in players and the versatility aspect of everything, because he loves doing that. I don't think he'll actually play him there at
2: all. I mean, it's a limited roster, too. That's the thing, because it's just like, if you think about it, at the same time this game was going on, uh, Ajax were also playing, and Jorge Sanchez was getting minutes um, with Ajax. If this was, uh, you know, obviously the World Cup, more than likely if Kevin Alvarez can't play a full 90 minutes, it's going to be, or actually, well, i just put it the other way around, obviously, but, uh, you know, it looks like Kourke Sanchez could be a starter, and then you have Kevin Alvarez as the backup. So, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't read into it too much. Um, although I, like, w- but going off what Wiesel said there, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw something similar with that midfield Against against a Poland, you know, like yeah. because because like we said, and you know, I've talked about it before the Mexican soccer show. You know, there are some real worries about about Poland, and I, you know, I've talked to a, a a Polish journalist who was telling me that, that they don't really see themselves getting out of the group stage, and they really really worry about their midfield and defense. So yeah, on paper, I could kind of see why that the you know maybe doesn't start in Ed Snellvers as ridiculous as that sounds. <laughs> And maybe tries to have three, tries to add another playmaker in there, as opposed to someone who's a little bit more defensive. So, but like I said earlier, I was I wasn't entirely convinced by that midfield either, though. I I, I don't know, didn't exactly right, convince just, me.
0: Edson's not in because he hasn't, but he's still playing. So I feel like I think Edson's in a hundred percent. Like to him, I mean, what he brings, it'd be kind of weird not to have him on that first game, just because of Poland, and then what having him against Argentina. So lots of rotaciones. Now we're getting back to the JCO argument um back to back to the game uh amy uh, antuna your boy you know he keeps he keeps doing what he what he does against
3: <laughs> against against weak teams no, i'm serious i'm serious I'm, I'm serious. just like even that even that aspect of like antuna making a run to give Funes Mori an assist like i'm happy funnismori scored i am definite i i i'm serious like as a as a low budget striker in my local league, I feel for other strikers <laughs> that don't score and people that judge them <laughs> for that. So like to see Funes Mori score, I, I I I must imagine the weight lifted off of his shoulder. There's no way in hell Antuna's making a run like that in the World Cup and he's done. <laughs> you like, you've, you've doubted maybe him. I look happily I will against Saudi, Arabia, Arabia. Oh, Saudi Arabia. I'm serious. In I
0: don't Poland, you know fa- Antuna makes great runs. Like he does. Like he he could come out. He, it could be someone that on that counter attack where you're score, you're up one zero, two zero, and you want the counter, and Antuna comes in against a bad defense. And what we're seeing from from what Poland so, is, they don't defend well. This is a person that's going
3: to save like, us, is what you're saying. A, as a super. I'm just saying, <laughs> like,
0: if there if there's a player that like that has performed for Tata in the national team, has been Antuna against. You know, normal team against maybe bad teams. Like like he he's a good player like that. Like he like, you know what he'll go against player. And I'm not saying the Arabia is gonna be bad. I'm just saying against against bad defenses, maybe. I don't know. But it's it's crazy to see that. Um I like the fact that Antuna was like, Hey, I want the PK. Like that, I think
3: Funda's you know? money gave it to him, no?
0: Yeah, yeah I think Money was, like- was ready to line up and then Antuna's like, I want it. Here you go. And not- I, although he did scare me a little bit with a little like stop. And like it felt took like forever, and then he like kicked it in there. I'm just like, all right. And then
2: he he yeah, took off his jersey, and then there's a shirt underneath that said, "This is for Amy." And then like, yeah, I remember that actually. It was a little bizarre. I was like, oh, is that our Amy that he's talking about? No, it's probably our yeah, Amy. That's right.
3: comes down
0: to- He
2: didn't actually do that, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> also, I'd
3: like to just I'd like to just take a moment right now. We so look. People like to think that I'm right. They think that I have a uh, that I have reasonable things to say. It's possible for I, me. I not that, that amazing? I showed that comment.
0: <laughs> There's another one right here. Amy's right. Can't really take it too seriously. Amy's right. Look at this. Too, I've never seen this before, guys. Thank
3: you so much uh, for allowing me. Them up. If, you, if you
0: put that Amy's doing well, we're gonna feature it. She's is the production, so you put on there anything that says we Weasel's pad, we'll get. Um, all right. It, it was it was a good game. It, it I think it 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 was what we wanted. We saw some players go out there. I think after you know, when we're looking at what players get cut. Uh, Alvaldo's not making his case. Lizzie, I'm sorry. You and I were both like, we kind of want him in there. But now supposedly, uh, you know, it's between these two players. And we'll go ahead and talk about that uh, in in the next segment. But first, uh, I want to talk a little bit about our Panini book because that's two weeks till the World Cup. And apparently, um, I'm still not done. I I, I still have Mexico to finish. So Lizzie was saying that you are completely done with your Panini book.
1: I'm absolutely not. No, um, I have like four teams filled out. Mexico is unfortunately oh. not one of them. So sad. Oh, that's lovely.
0: I don't I need I'm gonna I need just Jorge like
1: I need
3: Jorge Sanchez and this you is talk first, we so you will have your chance in a second. Go <laughs> ahead, Lizzie.
0: Sorry, sorry. Go ahead, Lizzie. Talk, no, talk I'm, trying to
1: find, I'm trying to find Mexico now. Um, no, I need quite a few.
2: Unfortunately, all right.
1: It's so sad.
2: Amy, but... do, you have a panini album? do you want to go hang out, like talk about our not mm-hmm. having a panini album, or do you also have a panini album? Then I'll feel really left out.
1: Why, why do you have to
3: call me out like this? I said no, I haven't gotten in my book
1: yet. No, right. mine is I'm completely gonna... empty
3: <laughs> because I don't have I'm one.
1: Show you a <laughs> <laughs> it's still to the store.
0: Go to the store. All right. So if anybody has Jorge Sanchez, like in your in in your panini book, and uh Jorge you let me know so I can finally finish it. I've never finished a Mexico Panini book. Like I'm always I think the only one that we got that I have is Morocco. <laughs> so
1: I believe it's the only but one you that I've
3: also- you had, don't you have doubles for Mexico? Yeah. Lisa, I have, I have, you can yeah, have Lizzie, but- Lizzie, which ones are you missing?
1: Like like sadly, so many. Um Linus, which is ironic. Um Edson Guardado and Luis Romo.
0: Uh, I don't think I have any of those, but I'll check. I
1: think I might have a Jorge Sanchez though, so I'll. If you I'll,
0: have, a Jorge, I just need I need Jorge Sanchez and Jesus Gallardo. Let me know and uh, I'll send you something. If you have somebody that's listening, just DM me so I can finally finish it because I have never finished the Mexico. I was looking at the one from Brazil. I had to miss two miss two players, so yeah. All right, all right. Uh, we have a cool little uh, giveaway on the Mexican Soccer Show pin Twitter and also on Instagram that you can get a whole box The pins is going to send you if you win if you get the score line for the Sweden game. So go to the Twitter or go to Instagram on the Mexican Soccer Show and give us a score line for the Sweden game, you know. So uh, and if you're correct, you get entered to win and we'll send you I think how many there's a lot of stickers in the box. So you get a whole box. So Check it out. Way can cheap. I guess,
2: and then if I'm right, do I get the points? Yeah, you're, you're, you're a part of it. have a panini. Yeah,
0: so, you're a part of it. You can do it. <laughs> Just don't be the, that person that, like, as soon as they score and that game's over, you put it on there. Because on the last time, I'm like, oh, somebody <laughs> got it right, and I'm like, wait, what time did they do this? Don't cheat. Don't cheat. We're looking at it. All right, all right. Let's chat about. Uh, oh gosh, the drama. All right. So earlier this week, out of the camp, out of this, out of the press conference. Uh, that happened on Tuesday. No, on, on Monday. No, 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 it was Tuesday. It
2: was Tuesday. Four, Today's Wednesday. It was Tuesday, it was Tuesday. It was Tomorrow's yesterday. Thursday. Four
0: Friday. forwards. The question that everybody wanted you know, to hear is that Tata Martino's not taking four forwards. He's only taking three. And more, and I listened to the whole, I watched the whole press conference, and he did say, he did talk about Jimenez. That's where I here, and all of the other journalists kind of just said it's either between Raul and Bebote. Over the weekend, Bebote scoring. Raul still not 100%, but he's in. And everyone just kind of freaked out just because Raul, I mean, Santiago Jimenez not going to the World Cup, being the player that has the most goals in Europa League, almost the most goals for a Mexican player. I think Henry only has like two more goals for the year. The year that he's had, and for Tata to say, well, you know, it's the minutes that he has, it's the experience, it's the hierarchy. And everybody just figured out. I, I got so many like, you know, retweets and quote tweets saying the worst things about Tata. And I don't think I found someone that goes, "Yeah, I agree with it." So, the Mexican soccer show. We'll start with you, Sasada.
2: Uh Yeah, see, I, I, I I, tw- I tweeted this out. Um, and also, really quickly, nothing's official yet. We'll have to see what happens uh, with the roster release next Monday. Things can change at the last minute, so nothing is guaranteed just yet. But like you said, we that Tata did hint at the fact that he sees um, Funes Mori and and Henry Martin as being above uh, a player right now in the pecking order, above uh, Santi Jimenez. Um, I think, and I sent sent out a tweet about this recently, I think something that's overlooked about Tata and his regular call-ups is that it builds kind of this, like, my guess is there's going to be a lot of team harmony and chemistry going into the World Cup when you have the, the same group of players, when you have, you put these trusted names like a Funes Mori, you know, like a Gallardo, and look what ended up happening today. I know it was a rock. I know we should get too excited, but I think that there's something that's overlooked there when you when you have this team harmony and chemistry, and you're not just swapping players in and out. Uh, and and I think that you could kind of build some cohesion there. That being said, that being said, there's no excuse to to leave out Santi Jimenez. There, there's I, I, even though I was making that argument there for kind of like keeping the same options and kind of building this kind of like teamwork there's just no reason at all that like to be keeping out a player who I I know it wasn't until I know I guess you could say the last few months who really started to to blow up and become this fantastic player but based off his form based off of the the level that he's playing in in Europe you you can't ignore an option like that and I think and I I think the simple fix what he what what that that could have done and which is what I would do but I mean I'm not the managers you know if, if Jimenez can't if he's not fit, then obviously you bring in Santi Jimenez. But if even if Jimenez is healthy enough, you still bring Santi anyways as that fourth option because you can't guarantee that, that Raul Jimenez is going to be 100% at the World Cup. And I think it's a risk to be putting in this trust uh, on a Mori and a Henry Martin. who Henry Martin, who's been great for, for Club America, but he hasn't been playing at the same level for Mexico either. So I I think it's going to be... It, it, it could end up hurting mexico but at the same time i don't know we'll we'll see what happens in the world cup hopefully it ends up pay, uh, paying off but I, as of now I, I think there's just no excuses to be leaving out Santa jimenez it's
0: i think we all love to have four forwards but that that made it seem like in his explanation you know piojo alvarado chucky lozano there's other players that are playing uh, uh alexis vega just as we saw today scoring that goal you know he sees but they're not many
2: number options. nines. They're not true number yeah, nines. It may me for Vega, but it's just that they're not true, true number true. nines.
0: But he's saying they can play that position. Those four players. I don't need four nines when yeah. I have three other ones that can play the nine in, in 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 his super Tata system. So he's like, I'm gonna take only three forwards. Here's where we're at. We have Raúl Jiménez, who if he's if he's healthy, the backup 100% is Funes Mori. We saw today what Funes Mori can do. A little bit, yes. He's, you know, We've I seen what Funes Mori has done. In, no, no, wait, no, but I'm saying that we've, <laughs> seen what, tata, tata. we've seen what Funes Mori has done in the Rayados scoring record run. He is a good striker. Two years ago, a year ago, he was scoring great goals. Like we all saw, we don't have like Funes Mori. That like married to that. If I can get someone to back up Raul, it's Funes Mori. Mori the height of Funes Mori was towering over everybody, even the Iraq, and, Iraq players. Like, that's just how his mind is set. I'm not saying I agree with it. Funes Mori is Raul's backup. Then I have Henry Martin or um, or uh, Santiago Jimenez. And the hierarchy is what he talked about. The fact that Henry Martin has been there for the last two years. And something that, that Tata said, if it wasn't for me, no one would be talking about Cristian Jimenez because he brought him, giving him in the know,
2: Which is kind of like, no.
0: okay, that, that's cool. And he's like, of course I would want him to go but Henry has had an amazing season and he's has scored and he has come up and given us a win when he needs Two nines are, are needed against Jamaica. And those are his reasoning on why he might not take Jimenez. I kind of see, I don't agree because right now i take Jimenez over, over, over um, what's his face uh, over Henry Martin. But I, that's what he's saying. Lizzie, you're shaking your head.
1: I think here's my concern. I completely agree. I think it's, really difficult to understand and see Santi Jimenez thrive in Europe, adapt so well, so quickly, and not be included in this roster. My only concern is you have a head coach who plays with one striker and you have three options and a fourth if you'd want to bring one. So realistically, if he were that number four and came onto the roster, he wouldn't get minutes. He wouldn't see time on the field. So he could be included in the roster, avoid all the criticism, um, celebrate with that then, have all the fans um, cheering, but he won't see time. Unfortunately, I think the World Cup is cruel in that its timing can serve some players really well and other players badly. I think we also have to remember Santi Jiménez is really young, 2026. 20, I know seems far, but is, again, just around the corner. He would make it to the next one. So World Cup is cruel, difficult. I would include him in the roster, but at the same time, I know if there was a fourth striker, as we all have been like, wanting there to be, he wouldn't see time on the field. As well as I make the case for Acevedo over Cota. I would love for him to be like in the World Cup roster, but he still wouldn't see time. So I think it's these figures were all fighting for, or you see fans and media just absolutely criticizing day in and day out these choices, These, and it's these players who would be there for morale, experience, but no time on the field.
2: I think it's tough because, yes, we say it's four strikers, but I, I, I the only one who's truly 100% fit from those three above Santi is, is a Henry Martin. Raul is yeah, even if even if he's included in the roster, there's no guarantee he's going to be he's going to I be 100. F- Funes Mori. I mean, if if you've been watching Liga Mekis recent, you've seen he's had injury issues and you've seen he isn't getting starts week in and week out. He's not a guaranteed starting striker for for Rayados. So if it was three complete strikers above him, then I, I, I would kind of get that. But it's it's one that's fully fit. Maybe maybe you can make the argument for Funes Mori. But he's not getting minutes week in and week out. Jimenez, even if he is included, you're not entirely sure if he's going to be 100% fit. And also, you would think with the idea of a roster now being expanded to 26 players that you'd be able to fit in someone like Santi Jimenez uh, into the squad. I, I don't know. It's 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 yes, you know, Lizzie does have a good point about um you know maybe he wouldn't get minutes, but I think there's idea for me is like why why can't he have the opportunity if he does get the call? Why can't he impress yeah. during training? Why can't he impress and? potentially actually get minutes off the bench, even if it's just five minutes of one game.
1: No, I completely agree. And I think, as you said, like if I were manager, I would 100% opt for that. And I would opt to have fresh faces and new systems. But seeing like, or trying to at least get into that mentality, I don't think he likes opting for new options or especially because he said in the press conference, he has... He's seen few minutes. To me, for example, the fact that he's able to score in those few minutes says volumes. But that does not, as we've seen, a coach who's going to change his mind really quickly. He's set in stone with a lot of players. He's married to a lot of ideas. So going into it now, I think in my head, it'd be unrealistic to expect that if someone like Santi Jimenez comes into the picture, he would see time on the field right away because that that has other plans and other ideas that he's been working for the past year or two years essentially or since the draw happened so that's exciting for me to think it's the, in the same way that I fight for Aguti and, Ed, and um, Edson in the midfield do I think it's going to happen no because he doesn't test these things out and I don't think we're going to see a revolutionary new strategy against Poland or a revolutionary new strategy against Argentina I think we're going to see something he's used before, tested before with players. He's done that for the same reason as well that I argue that Piojo is going to make it over Linus because he's used him more, he trusts him more. Wow, not saying that's the right choice and not saying that I personally agree with it, but because he is married to that idea.
0: Nick saying, saying, Gio, good point. Gio, Chicha and Vela were young in South Africa. Imagine Javier a left Chicharito out of South Africa. Mbappé is like 19 in the World Cup. And saying he's young is nonsensical. I don't think it's because he's young, because yeah. there are young players that are going. I think it has to do with the position that he's in. I mean, I don't – I think, like, Luis Chavez, Eric Sanchez, like, there are – you know, Piojo Alvarado, these – you know, these are players that could get minutes in the World Cup if they make the squad. So I don't necessarily think it's it's – being too young it's just that they have a lot you have three really good strikers according to Tata, that Santiago has to fight for that's it Raul Jimenez regardless of if he's going to be injured he'd rather have an 80 percent Raul Jimenez than you know 100 percent Funes Mori like (laughs) or even put in Santiago Jimenez or even Henry Martin if he can get back my problem is is that Raul when was the last time we saw that 100 percent Raul and, yeah. you know, it's great to see Wolves kind of release him. But there was a report that said came out that they didn't really like that Raul was at, as, was at the bench. And what's looking yeah. like, Raul's not going to be ready for Poland. And if he's not ready for Poland, is he going to be ready for the next in four days? Because if we're going to play three games in, in ten days. Is Raul going to be ready for one of those games? against? So it's like, to me now, i rather have Santi not over Funes Mori, not over Henry Martin over Raul. We should be having a healthy Raul
3: right now, but we don't. We're not. Amy, your thoughts? I'm really... Honestly, I'm still stuck on Cesar. I, I I was stuck on it when you tweeted it out. I'm stuck on it that you're saying it again. <laughs> in the world has this team look harmonious in any shape, or form? I'm not saying that they're a disaster, that they're, like, fighting with each other, but I don't see this team at all in any, like, harmonious. Like, yeah. I I don't know what happens in the locker room or something, but I I... I don't see how consistent players showing of, I, I don't see that, I don't see that like that correlating to them being harmonious. Like I don't, I don't feel that from this team at all going into yeah, this.
2: I'm, I, I think, all. I think I think that's the kind of situation where that's me uh, trying to find a positive. In what, and what that does. It is me trying to find, I guess I'm trying to find a reason for, for, for Tata's decision to be doing these things. Do I mean, do I know what's happening behind the locker right now and like behind the scenes? Obviously not, but it's just me trying to justify and find a reason why Tata Martino is doing it. And if he's saying something that, that, that we aren't. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think, and also, I mean, in, in your defense, and I guess going up against what I was just saying there, I, I did see an interesting interview with Hector Moreno where he was saying that if it were up to him, Chicharito would be involved. And it'd be nice to have, you know, like a, like a good teammate of his, you know, back in the squad. And it does make you feel like, Oh, like, are there others like within the camp too, who are also like feeling bothered that you know that you don't have a chicharito involved in the national team and other you know potential players to be uh, left out? So yeah, in in your defense, that could end up being true. Maybe there will be end up being reports about uh you know how you know there's a lot of anger in the locker room and whatnot. But I think for me, out when I would tweet that, I was just it's it's me right. trying to find a reason why why I thought that I was doing that, and that's just and that's that's a conclusion that I, that that I came down to.
0: I kind of I, I, I see your point a little bit, like I see your point. And sorry, to just kind of adding this. There always been this case that that there's a really like re pe- players really like Tata like this whole. I, even though I'm injured, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go to the game, and I'm not playing. And even though you know Tata wants Raúl when in in the tour, um, you saw with other players too. Funes Mori couldn't play; he still went and he was called for. Like Tata wants his players around regardless, and it was like. Almost players are kind of like this. I'm Tata's type. I'm I'm Tata's guy, and it kind of goes to show where maybe Santiago Jimenez isn't. Where Henry Marti has been there, suffered, has you know blood, sweat, and tears for this team for Tata, and this is who is 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 who he's going to have. But I feel
3: I feel like that's an individual thing. I don't necessarily think that because they're Tata's guys, it exactly means that they're all together with it. Like I think like they're
0: not together. They're like. Like, okay.
3: not everybody is Stata's guy. I think people want to play and I think people respect the tactics that their manager is presenting in front of them. Do I necessarily think that that, you know, evolves into a harmonious thing? Like, I don't know. I just, I personally just don't see it. So by extension of that thought process that I'm having, and I also go, I feel like there should be some level of reality setting in, but has done some really off things before that because he's so set in his ways it just doesn't make any sense because I agree with your last point that you made we so at this point it's not about throwing mud at Funes Mori or Henry Martin because they haven't you know delivered at the club or national team level it's about the fact that he's trying to take a Raul that is not fully prepared to play in well in the same sense that he was still throwing Tecatito into the preliminary roster when everybody knew that he was not going to make the final roster. Like Seria yeah.
0: knew 100%. percent they like, like well, this is not happening. Why do you guys keep trying?
3: <laughs> Tata made some type of deal to go crawl across a field at somewhere. There's just no way that Tecatito was going to make it.
2: <laughs> and, He's telling them. Yeah.
3: And Tata went to
0: Sevilla to talk to him right before these games. Like, he went yeah. to go to Sevilla. I, I, I don't understand where the, this communication and they weren't um i think there's something there i was talking to, to judge that's saying that to be it was like we already told you no like why do you keep trying yeah so.
2: it, it is telling that like like it, uh, mexico shouldn't be having to wait this long you know as other national teams are preparing the us men's national release their roster other national teams are releasing their roster mexico you know shouldn't be in a situation where they have to wait to the last minute to to release the they roster were going to. have to have to have to wait till the last minute to to see in the status of injured players like on paper Mexico should have more depth than this. They shouldn't have to worry about a Raul Jimenez or a Tecatito. I know they're both very, very important players to all three, no matter the depth uh, that Mexico does or doesn't have, but th- this this shouldn't be the case. There, 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 this shouldn't be a situation where Mexico has to be waiting on these kinds of players. So I think it's unfortunate and it's, it, is, it is quite telling about you know how there really needs to be more options uh, when it when it comes to these positions. These the four positions have always been like that, the though. Thing there the
3: has thing been. that. I think the part that everybody's kind of pissed off at is that there is an option. There's a glaringly obvious option that's scoring is the top goal scorer in Europa that's League. Different. Whatever, and yeah, yeah. you're deciding not to take him. Like whether or not he gets he gets minutes is not the issue. Like, you right. can give him 15, 20 minutes in one match. Like that's you know he might yeah. score. His that kind of prove that point. Lizzie mentioned
0: the other drama. Ruben, La Sombra del Tri, says, uh, had tweeted out that it's either Linus or Piojo Alvarado. And from what Piojo kind of played it, I mean, there's no way. I 100% believe Linus is going to be in that lineup. Even if Piojo Alvarado have had a game and scored three goals, Linus has been a player, and he said it in the press conference, Tato Martino said that... In the very first question, he was asked. So, what what are you looking? What qualities make your squad? And he couldn't. He said, and it was Rafa Ramos who asked him, "Is it time? Is it goals? Is it experience?" And he's like, and thought that had a really good answer. He said, "It's a lot of things. Just because you're scoring goals doesn't necessarily mean that you can fit in my system or my squad." Um, I'll give you a case in point. And he said, "Linus. Linus hasn't had minutes, but when he comes to the national team, he scores goals." And I think that just kind of shows how much Linus is worth to to, uh, to Tata Martino because he hasn't played. He didn't play in Betis. He didn't play in, now in Braga. He's still being called. And he's a player that, you know, if you have 15 minutes left, who are you going to bring in, Piojo Alvarado or Linus? You're going to bring in Linus 100%. So I think he's in. I think uh, maybe he was between. And that's why Piojo Alvarado got a whole 90 minutes today just to see if there's anything that he's missing. But I think when the list comes out, Piojo's out. I think Angulo's out. Uh, it's either going to be Bebote or Raul, and Eric Sanchez maybe there. Luis Romo, I don't know. But uh, it's 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 we're finally tallying off on who's not going to make it. And I and and Cesar, to your point, 26 players. Imagine if it was 23. What three would be cut? Like that's oh, where I'm just
2: would like, would not envy like, the. Uh... Uh, Remember four years,
0: before, four years before that, it was easy to put the six. Oh, this person's going to cut. Like right now, yeah. if you said, by the way, we're going to cut and say it's 26, 23. Holy crap. Like we can only take two forwards, three forwards. By the way, we have like a plethora of midfielders, though. Like we have a lot. So that yeah. can do dual roles. Chucky could do, could play in, you know, many different positions. So interesting is But Lizzie, you're still stuck that you would pick Piojo over
1: Linus? Here's the thing. I personally would not, personally, I prior to this game just tried was the question. into Tata Martino's mindset. And I will be very vocal about this point as I have been from day one. I am a huge supporter of Linus, I think his capabilities are amazing, but there's a small part of me that continues to be concerned because there is something I believe that I myself and fans are not seeing, that coaches are because they're day in and day out in training. He's been with Tata, and he doesn't start, and he doesn't play often. He was in Betis. He didn't play. They benched him. They blamed the coach. Costa Braga, with with a team that requested him and wanted to bring him onto the squad, something happened, and he's still not playing or getting the minutes everyone expected him to, given – his abilities or um, potential on the field. So while I do think he's great, there's something people are seeing that I am not watching him train and that concerns me to a small amount. I think that that in the previous or how I felt is he relies more and is more confident in Piojo, which leads me to believe that if he had like a 20 minute window, he would play Piojo over Linus. And that begs the question, if you're confident in a player and if you would play them, you're going to bring them. So I don't think that that doesn't like Linus. But if if you're pitting two players against each other and you say, well, I would trust this one, even though this one's better, well, you're going to go with the one that you trust. And as we said, he's set in stone with a lot of ways. He's married to ideas. So if that's the case with Biojo, he's going to bring him on. To your counterpoint, I think he does value Guinness, he does trust him, but then the rumors wouldn't be that he's pitting one against the other. It would be kind of like an Orbelin Pineda situation where he went to Greece, it all worked out, and he's no longer part of the cutting situation or cutting conversation. He's just in the squad. Or other like players who went to Europe, found their niche, found their ways, and are now headed to Qatar, or we think are very much a shoe in for the roster. So... I don't know. I think in order to make that choice, I would have to be in training every day. And I kind of trust the people who are. And if three consecutive coaches are seeing Linus every single day and not playing him concerns me.
2: Yeah. It's a tough situation. Cause with Linus, if you just looked at his stats, if you just looked at the amount of minutes he's been getting, if you looked at his career arc, and and if you didn't watch you know, any of his games uh, that he he's had with Mexico in the last year or so, you'd be like, oh yeah, cut the player. Yeah, he's not having an impact for his club team. He's not gonna, he's not a starter for Mexico. Like on paper, you'd be like, okay, yeah, no, this is a player who you should be cutting. But we've saw we've seen those performances with that he's had with El 3 We've seen those performances he's had off the bench. So it's it's got to be a tough decision. And especially like I know I, I feel like it's stuff def- I, I understand what's a 50-50 situation with Pio Alvarado too. Because Alvarado is someone who could play on the wing. He could, someone who could play in the midfield. And I think that versatility is really, really important when it comes to uh, roster selection for the World Cup. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough choice. And yeah, I would say I would say Linus, if it were up to me too, just because, you know, if it's last 15, 20 minutes of the game, I think you would want him off the bench. But at the same time, I don't know, Biojo does bring something a little different. He does bring those central midfield like abilities but on the wing and you can kind of see why I thought that could maybe try to do something tactically a little bit different there with Piojo Alvarado. So it's gonna be a tough decision and I don't know yeah I would choose Linus but I, th- I think you can make the argument for him for for him or or for Piojo alvarado Today Piojo like missed like a number nine like goal. So, um, I'm...
0: <laughs> Linus almost never plays Johanna Sanchez is like should have just ditched the club and go with the national team. Johanna saying now he's with neither Maybe we don't like that. Linus has to go from tails, and I meant that he's not playing with either of them right now. So, uh I feel like Linus is going to be a key player, subbing in, and he's going to score, and we're all going to go crazy when we're watching him. And we're going to look back at this conversation and be like, "Why did we ever doubt Linus?"
3: You didn't well, doubt him. I'm not him. doubting him. Yeah. You didn't doubt him. Lizzie's doubting him. If we're going to point fingers like this. Point fingers.
1: I would be thrilled if we can come back to this and hold you you so i'd be happy and willing to accept it a hundred percent there's just something in me that doubts we're not seeing something but i think he's great i think he has the potential to play i i think he Something
3: I think or I think focusing on what you could do not necessarily what he has done is a very dangerous precedent that that is going to be gambling on although when he was here in LA and people were asking him like what should we what should we expect from the final roster announcement he very coyly but also very entertainingly said there will be injustices he's like and that's I'm right yeah, I forgot about that. my fault and I think as we're getting closer and closer. We're seeing that there is going to be someone from the roster that, or someone that's not on the roster, or somebody that is on the roster that, you know, there's going to be a talking point for everybody. But I think the situation in LA was much different than the situation right now because there are very glaring, obvious places that he needs to omit from, and he's just not going to. And he's going to die with his sinking ship, or not die, sorry, he's going to go down with his ship because.
2: I mean, if you go down with the ship, you die, right? Like, yeah, no, I mean, I you guess unless if you, yeah, 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 yeah. unless uh, unless if this unless if you see the, the ship sinking and you're Rose like it's cool, you're like it's cool. There's another boat out the there that might pick me up.
3: No, so. and so she survives. So unless you can steal a door from somebody, maybe you.
2: it's a, maybe it's a submarine, and you can go underwater. No, no, no. So, the, the thing is, it's gonna be like you know, if, if we're talking about right. like what media people are be saying, it's gonna be three again. Remember, we we're the big old like Titanic. Yeah, I remember it's, that. Oh, I remember, I remember. <laughs> you know what's funny
0: is that people like if he and it's crazy because everybody's so like this is like the war. I when I put that tweet that he might not be taking Bebote like almost for sure, the quote tweets on it. I hate him. F it, like just pissed off, and yeah, I'm man. like.
3: Well, you got your thousand points for the money. <laughs> Goal? I <laughs> think you got your engagement points for the. I did, I
0: did. That was that was like, good. Um, it, I, you don't remember? I mean, again, this is me being that old. Two thousand and six, when demo didn't go. Like when even you look back, you're like, wow, right? Yeah, but like, what are, I know. I know. I'm just. I'm just saying. Like yes, or there's other players that have been every every year. There's players that don't make it, you know, but. Everyone, remember when
2: Jonah didn't make it? Everybody was like angry. It was like there's a I think, because it was like there's this kid who's in like Barcelona and like he's not making it to the Mexico. 20 round. 20. I remember there, I think there was like a lot of anger about that too. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but 2006. Cause you imagine the almost the best player in the history of the game at that point, because Rafael just had started, you know, the four years of captain. La Volpe comes in, takes his son-in-law Chiquis Garcia to the, in the squad over. Cuauhtémoc Blanco, and I mean, everybody was livid, I mean, just mad, and it was Cuauhtémoc Blanco, and I'm like, man, there's always players, and th- and that was not even because, that was just a capricho, that was just, like, I don't like Demo. Demo doesn't like me, I, when he scored in America, he came in and laughed in my face, you know, like, they're, they're just, and everyone just went, you, you know, and then you're bringing your son-in-law to the to the World Cup, you know, it's like that was to scream for. Here, I'm like, ah, you know what? It's Bebote. He's going to get more time. I'm sure. I, I want him at that. Uh, but, man, people are, are upset. If the Fuera Tata was trending,
2: like, now is like, killed I think I, mean, I think that's part of it, too. It'd be one thing if it was a Mexico side that was doing well, World Cup qualifying. It'd be one thing if it was a Mexico that side. But if there wasn't, you know, Fuera Tata chance, like, you know, at every single match, Except for this one. Hey, was this when was the last time you we watched a Mexico match? And I know it was like in front of what like four no tata like
0: match what chant today.
2: <laughs> when was a last honestly, when was the last time like there was no foot it's been I don't know, it's been a long time. But yeah, but we, I but I think, think you, 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 you I think the
3: first 45 minutes of the Columbia friendly and Santa Clara is when there wasn't any, and then the second half was an entirely
2: different story. <laughs> hey, so, but the, I think just coupled with that, yeah.
0: Apparently, Osorio said something in Football Picante. Does anybody know? What did you guys think about Osorio's comments on Football Picante? Which is going to be all hilarious because right. I think Osorio is on the analyst for ESPN during the World mm-hmm. Cup. So, or something. Like, I know Osorio is coming in maybe somewhere. So, if anybody finds a clip of what he said or yeah. writes. I'm not writes sure, it but I'm, I'm sure I'll be writing a news about it tomorrow
2: morning or later tonight. Jonah
0: me. says, I don't care about Osorio. <laughs> so, uh, all right, all right, all right. So,
1: like, No matter what happens, I think people are going to be upset and as they should. But at the same time, I think we have to remember a World Cup is all about timing. We've seen injuries, teams being adapted. I mean, if this was in July, we'd probably see Tecatito. Santi would have more time to prove himself. So he may be on the roster. So there are several injustices, but it's all about timing and it's so unfair because in the past we've seen amazing players just miss a world cup by a sliver or have their best moment. Like Raul had his best sporting moment in the middle of like world cup qualifiers. So like we didn't even get him before and we didn't, we're not getting him after. So it's unfortunate, but it truly is who's the best team in the world at that moment. There's so many players, like we just had the news of Mané, like, he's probably not going to play. And if he does, it'll be the third game. So I'm not saying Senegal is going to win, but every single national team is without key figures, more like some more, some less, but it truly Pepe is. Didn't make it. Oh, man.
0: Ricardo Pepe didn't make it to the World
3: Cup. That is just that consequences of your own decisions. You know, I'm sorry. I am, I, I'm genuinely sorry, but at the same time, I suppose look at us um so he's saying like
2: an ink ang- like an angry mother no. me. That's
3: um <laughs>
0: all right, let's like I was surprised Pepe went to Europe. I was surprised, uh, yeah, so I'm like, I don't know, I kind of go I feel bad for him, his family, and he did that i'm I'm in the dije, but I'm also like you know I, what did he do? He scored against Honduras,
3: yeah, i mean really you bad. like it, it's like, not like it's not it's not landing in in 2014, but you know, there is this thing of like that sucks, you know. Oh, a- yeah, oh, uh, and it didn't go with 2014 because of
0: Jurgen.
2: Yeah, that's a big deal. Yeah, he to- brought,
0: he brought, he took in uh, what's his face, and then he scored. <laughs> oh man, yeah, you're always going to have those players, you're always going to have the players, and coaches are going to have those that uh, you're not taking this person over this person just because of their own. But I mean, and but, but it feels like that's had yeah. now, Bebote, you know, he's. De Alvarado. I don't uh,
1: know. I'm not, not, not on that boat. I'm not
0: on that boat. No, I'm just... It's it's what people are... In
3: the submarine, that's why I'm losing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that,
1: that's jack off the door.
3: <laughs> no, but I okay. think... I think, obviously, it's biased because we are the Mexican soccer show. here, are not the Senegal soccer show. But I think the thing that makes it just so problematic for the national team, for the Mexican national team, is that you are, like... You know, you're like the Tune Squad where everybody's like on little like, you know, like breathing machines and stuff, you know, like we <laughs> have players that are still injured and you're still adamant about like, no, let's wait until the final minutes to see if they're OK when it's clear that they're not. And. Yeah, you know, I don't know how many other teams are are running on, like that, whereas there are other teams I feel like are kind of accepting like you're injured. I'm sorry, you're not going to go.
2: But despite all this, despite, you know you know, our, our, our anger about who's making, who's going to make it, you know, you know, how much this game really matters. I still, I, I still see Mexico getting out of the group. I still see them as, as I'm, uh, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say that they're head and shoulders above, um, Poland, but I'm just saying that, you know, the more you, you talk with, uh, you, the more you read what's happening with the Polish national team, you can say, it's like, oh, things are bad for Mexico. It's like, I don't know. They look even worse for Poland. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if Mexico gets that that win there against uh, this Polish side who have a, a lot more question marks in L3, and if you get that first win right there, obviously it's so early in a tournament, you can never make any promises about making it to the group stage after winning just one match, but that's arguably the most important match for them against this Polish side. I I, I wouldn't be surprised if yeah, we, you know, that Mexico gets out of the group, and obviously that's a different uh, conversation altogether once they get out of the group, but despite all this, I don't know. I, I think they'll be fine, and I still see them as the favorites to be number two. I guess not the you can't With
0: favorites. Rogelio Funes-Moris scoring <laughs> against Argentina to give the win. And then everyone's going to be, I mean, that's, wouldn't it be great? That's going to happen. This is, this is one of the extras. I don't know, Lizzie, if you need it. I have this nah, I one's one, the
3: extra.
1: 40.
0: I have Tecatito as the extra. Although
3: we could use a double of Tecatito. That would have been. <laughs>
0: yeah there, oh, yeah. Send him, wait, send him, send there you go i have your i have your favorite player i have linus wait wait that's not linus look no, i have rookie. your both, i have both of these guys your favorite my right duo there.
1: my duo. midfield dream that's
2: it never that's gonna
1: happen
2: for me <laughs> hey you <laughs> never gonna. know you never know uh it, it's, it's not the start <laughs> so that i'll quote right back <laughs> anything <if> possible. <laughs>
0: Uh, Funes More in for Santi, that that is so frustrating. Yeah, uh, and he's saying that he hates that he scored today. Like, people are it's funny how, like, I hope Tata just loses. I'm like, guys, just all right, let's just clear. Can you be like Pachuca and Leon coming out with the video saying Tata that? I feel like that
1: was a great video,
3: yeah, it... <laughs> it's kind of cringe, just a little bit.
0: No, I thought
1: that was a great video. Gonna... I think we, gonna... need, we need more of that vibe.
3: I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. I, I, was, I was reluctant about joining because it's just been such a positive show lately. Like, you guys know. Like, so Sorry about that. And I just, no, I mean that in the best way. Paul's when I come in here, I'm like, we shouldn't take anything seriously. Nothing is good. That, that all being said, I didn't think it was like a super cringeworthy video, but I do find it very interesting how like the pr campaign and like really believing in mexico this time around is like very aggressive like it feels like they're yeah. really pushing it like as much like to say like you know like their oh is it their announcement where they had like like a promise to the fans and stuff you know i feel like they're really pushing it this time around which is also very you know it's kind of like when you know, your, your 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 significant others like really trying hard like when it's too late. And you're, <laughs> you're like, what's going on? <laughs> but this would have worked maybe like six months ago. It's not really quite working this time anymore. So I find it very interesting. From I mean, I respect it because I get it. You know, you obviously do want people to support you, but I just find it to be incredibly aggressive. So, you know, so close when I can only imagine what the final roster announcement is gonna look like.
1: I think in the past though, at least Um, in 2014 and 2018 I saw like a significant switch a certain time before the World Cup where everyone was hating on absolutely everything and then maybe a month prior everyone's like okay this is what it's gonna be we have to support anyway we have to root for Mexico let's let's just go Uh, we don't agree but like let's just go and I think this time around like we're not seeing it we're just I saw too many posts today saying I hated that um, that Funes Mori scored. I hope everyone loses. I hope to prove a point that 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 sucks. Like, I I don't get I don't get that. I don't I don't understand at what point you want to suffer so that it, you proved your point.
2: To be fair, the, ro- the it's because the <laughs> roster hasn't come. Like once the final roster is out, once like the teams, actually guitar, Maybe the vibes will be a bit different. But I just think that at this point, know. it's still kind of like. It's still, it's still the preparation. Yeah, obviously, there's very little preparation you could do at this point ahead of the World Cup. But I still feel like, I think, I think attitudes will, will, will change. I'm not sure how drastically, but I think they, I think they will.
0: They will. Didn't you see my, uh, my cool video with the fans with the No Se song? I mean, that kind of got everyone hyped up <laughs> with, with it. Um, who could replace that, that? And the obvious answer, Tom Marshall. He came back from today saying, <laughs> you see me at me at eight 0
3: I miss you um, every. Miss you every day. We all miss you every day. <laughs> at
2: say, and upgrade, like, Atlanta United scout Tom Marshall has been selected <laughs> as the, <laughs> the manager for all. Funes goal. Mori had to do was get a toe in. No, it was a good
0: goal for Funes Mori. It was he beat the defender like. Oh, no,
3: that was, yeah, that was a good goal. That was anyway, that was to yeah.
0: say that, that wasn't. I thought that wasn't a dude just body the defender and make contact with. Both.
3: It was a good goal.
2: Amy is our uh, resident striker. Would you say that was a good goal?
3: It's a good goal. It's a good it's a good run. It's a good cross. Yeah. It's really timed, you know? Yeah. Lives in this little mm. I really
0: I really, like, I really like I really like today. I really, really yes. like Vega.
2: Yeah. I thought he was like, good. I thought he was it good. Was,
0: yeah. it, I felt like once he had like a little magic came on it, like he was just going around. Players passing it, through balls, that perfect. Like I, I I hope we just keep that belly, because he becomes a little lazy sometimes. Um, I think he needs to go to
1: he, yeah. during the yeah. game, he makes just like one too many moves that slows down the game. just a little Today bit. though, I saw one or two instances, many lessons with it. Colombia and stuff like that, but I think going to Europe is going to take him out of that mentality, have him work out in the gym, work out on the field, and just <laughs> get him up to <laughs> the No, just, I think, especially during Colombia, it's- I think he was a 45-minute, um, game player which was concerning because I think he, his potential should he last the full 90 would be great
2: yeah he's never he, he you would hope that he'd be a little bit more consistent um whenever he plays for mech he's never the most consistent option and yes it's it's good to see him playing well but oof i I, I can't say that I expect him to be playing at that level uh every single uh, performance that he has for L3 going forward so yeah hopefully hopefully he he does eventually make the move to Europe and gets more of that consistency but yeah. There there've been times when he, he's been asked by L3 to exactly. step up and starting role and it just you know, it hasn't worked out.
0: All right, to end, you know what I realized today is that other national teams don't know anything about our League MX players. Mig is saying that. Yeah, it's true. No one really wants. It mean, depend, depends on the did, on the national did team. Did you send a did you send a video about somebody some podcast talking about Ochoa who they people don't know if Ochoa actually plays for a team? Oh, I, I sent that. Role. Yeah.
3: And yeah, it, it was pretty funny though cuz I never I never taken that into consideration, but I guess there's a side of the world that's like I've never seen him play a single minute of of club soccer. And I was like good I mean he got lost but this season. <laughs> the way, the way yeah. that it
0: comes out. Do you know this goalkeeper that we always like the intro heading the goalkeeper that we always cheer for in the World Cup Ochoa I don't even know if he plays professionally but I can't wait to see him again I'm like, I no, like
3: how he, said, he said I don't even know if he plays for a club that's what he said and oh. like, I've never seen him play for a club team before ever was that, the, it. Was, was that the was that
2: British right, like, on, like, people like probably, like there there's some sort of like Twitter account I was like lad dudes or something like that I don't know some like funny <laughs> but British imagine thing. Um, but the... like they're just like I don't know who this keep is but every four years but he like, just like steps up I was like all right cool man uh, anyway right, that was well, I that was my British impression this is the sounds is a like.
0: pro show Mexican soccer show because Scotty's not here so we should she's do gonna that. love right. this.
3: I know. I know. know. No, wait, wait. I want to defend Gotti for a quick second because she shouted me out the last time you got. I think it was the last or the second to last. I don't know. Anyway, I don't necessarily agree with her, obviously, as an Americanista, but I do see her points. I do feel like there is this dependency on Ochoa, to Lizzie's point, where we don't allow future goalkeepers to get as much experience as they could. And Acevedo
0: Uh, keeps doing amazing things.
3: He does. Like, I, I enjoy like it. The
0: newer he... people, or like the old, like keepers that have been there for ten years, are going.
3: Well, you know what? Like, since... Oliver Kahn played until he was like what, like forty, like mid 40s Yeah, was, like, that's what I'm saying.
0: Like the, the, in the Oliver Kahn era, was someone going, well, like we should be like not having because we're no, all. I don't, I don't.
3: I don't. I like. I don't necessarily agree with this idea that Ochoa shouldn't be the goalkeeper for the national team. But I see her point in where like we're very dependent on what Ochoa is capable of
2: doing.
0: So because whatever. he's that good
2: in world cups according to lad dudes he's a mixture of uh of Khan and uh, newer and oh. who else do they say i forget i forget i saw that
1: did you
2: guys did yeah. you guys see my uh my
0: uh my talavera tweet today I thought that was pretty
1: funny. you did yeah. well
0: what did you I say just, i said talavera is like my mom's pozola. siempre sale bien because he came out
2: really well like, oh you know, yeah it was... that's it's funny it's clear that's, that's clear cool. that's cool. all, that like
0: that. all right Thanks a lot for it joining. Lots it. of people on the chat, on the YouTube chats. And again, thank you all for joining on this live chat, on this live Mexican soccer show. We'll be continuing to do our live shows until the World Cup and see if we can do it when we're in the World Cup. Um, Kari, myself, hopefully we can get Adriana, but she's super busy with NA and other guests that we can get during the World Cup um, that are going to be at covering uh, cover in Mexico. So thank you again, Amy, for joining. Cesar, Lizzie, and everyone on the chats. That gave us all your comments. Wait, someone did say something about, like, Wiso, you are right. I was trying to go for it, but I can't find it anymore, just for you. A&S. You hear
3: that all the time. Do you have to see that? Like, for the, no, that, there's the one toilet. that was like,
0: I agree with Wiso. So I was like, never mind. It's Joanna. If it agree agrees with care. me, nobody. I don't care. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll see you um, next Mexico game is in a week versus Sweden. The list will come out on Monday. So get ready. Is it in the morning? Are we having some kind of? Are we going to the you know to like tatora Latinoamericana Americana or some place to do it? Like the U.S. national team had a whole thing today, and and then I don't know. Wait, Your wait. audio
3: was terrible. Did you hear all the like screeching and? Yeah, that was, it was weird. Someone was said it so. Bad. Like... I will give a shout out to uh who is, was it? Pablo Mar, I think he's mm-hmm. the, of the athletic who said is there like an alien that's being like dissected? <laughs> screeching. It was really weird. It is it crazy like, though. Poor, like, like it was like a haunted
2: screen door closing. It was, very, like.
3: it was very, strange. And then like their Zoom calls were like really echoey and stuff. Like it was just, oh, wow. it no, I'm serious. Like between that and the Fox production kind of like being all glitchy during the MLS Cup final, I'm like this is a bad time for some production teams. Like you guys had a lot of time to prepare for this. I feel bad. Like I like I'm not even judging. I'm a producer
0: now. Like, myself. <laughs>
3: no that's why i'm like i don't even feel bad for them like this is like super like this is unfortunate they're probably like sweating just completely drenched trying to figure out what's going wrong with all this audio and i
0: I was just going through the forwards and i'm like all right wait did i miss peppy is he in a defense no peppy's not on wow you know what's
1: funny that i saw that live there was fans in front of the stage um and then i was watching and i wondered how would that go about if mexico did that. there's
2: no way you could do that there's in no way, way. In,
1: in no way absolutely not but it was just so funny to me i was like oh they're reacting i think well. they just well. made,
0: they like bring like they like bring fans no matter what happens you guys just <laughs> yay you know
2: it's it's, it's kind of like like the uh, i know we're rapping the the it's kind of like the last
0: forward funes mori. god what none <laughs> 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 of them <laughs>
2: It's like you know how like that like some MLS games you know like they have the players like walking out of the tunnel and sometimes I see that and like but they're like the there's like certain stadiums I think you see Austin LAFC where they have like the VIP sections of the fans like they can like they're oh, right next to them? like the players and sometimes I went I was like if this was Mexico no that'd be a disaster that. that'd just be an absolute disaster that. Mexico
0: did Which that was... at the, at the, yeah at the Dallas at the Cowboys game they had like that when they the, F-
2: whatever oh, <laughs> I just can't imagine and when they were coming
0: back people were like. It's kind of funny the LA, an LAFC stadium where like the press conference is right by the right by the uh, oh my the god yes
2: and they're all there and all the fans are just looking at you and just like people oh, were definitely man. there was definitely a guy who knocked anyway oh, man it's, it's so well, complicated to get right. into that press conference room.
0: we've gone over and Amy's here so we can't blame this on us because oh, you, you can totally
3: wow you can blame it a hundred percent on we so I am in favor of that completely.
0: I'm, Nick saying he missed the show you guys uh, the goats. <laughs> I'll talk to you all later. I don't I'll to you later. See what happens in Mexico.